Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Teresa Arago. If there's one thing I know, it's that the journey to financial independence can be confusing, but it doesn't have to be. So get ready, because I'm breaking down what you don't know about money to help you find the next steps on your journey, today on Talking Sense. I don't know about you, Chad, but there have been many times in my life where I have a financial goal or a personal goal and things just keep derailing it. So for me, one of the most common ones is where I tell myself next Monday, we start this thing. I'm going to stop eating this food or I'm going to stop going and spending money at seven brew or, you know, things like that. But then Sunday comes and it's like, you know, this week's going to be a crazy week. This isn't the week to start. I'll start the next week. I don't know if you've ever done that. Well, life happens, right? Yeah. And then also for me, I tend to hurt myself right before I decide I'm going to start a fitness journey. So I am about to start planning for a half marathon next year in September. And I had planned to go get shoes a couple of weeks ago and then get started last week. And then I hurt my back. And of course, I hurt my back doing something totally normal, like reaching down for a volleyball. And so now I'm having to wait another couple of weeks. So I don't know about you, but I tend to have a lot of things that derail my plans. Well, we don't live in a perfect world, right? Mm -hmm. So we would just have to, sometimes, a lot of times you just got to go with the flow. But sticking to a plan is ultimately how you're going to achieve that long-term success. And so when you're dealing with, uh, you know, what's the holdup, I think Mm -hmm. the first thing to acknowledge is that there are always going to be something, maybe some adversity, some obstacles that are going to come your way in whatever you're dealing with. So uh, acknowledging that that's a possibility or Mm -hmm. uh, a in some cases, it feels like a, a surety, right? <laughs> right. So, you know, and, and no different for financial independence. Something is going to come up, whether it be, you know, uh, a change in jobs or mm-hmm. a change in uh, just your overall expenses or whatever it may be. You know, there's always going to be that, you know, that one little thing that kind of comes up and kind of gives you some ad- adversity in your goals. And we feel like from our experience with talking with people, Almost everybody we meet wants to be financially independent, but many people are struggling with that. So we thought we'd cover a few areas that we feel like are the the things that hold us back. And hopefully some of this will resonate with you guys and you can use some of these tips and tricks that we're going to talk about to help yourself overcome those. So first thing that we see holding people back when we're talking about financial independence is being disorganized and overwhelmed. Yeah. So reining in your financial decision making is, is very overwhelming at first. Uh, it because is. it's change. You know, it we've is. talked about hard, how, how hard change is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we live in a, a society of, of instant gratification. So a lot of times, you know, change causes some delay mm-hmm. and it takes time to, to implement some of those changes. So, you know, that's that's the very first thing that you've got to understand is that it's not going to be easy. Right. We just talked right. about, you know, knowing that the adversity is, is a potential also knowing that the change is not going to be easy financially because Mm -hmm. we kind of get used to spending as at will and then making some of those changes uh, can be overwhelming at first. And I think understanding where you are is a really important first step. If you don't take time to take stock in the decision making you're already have established, it's going to be hard to to even see where the changes need to happen. So asking if you're overspending or do you have some margin for savings And are you making thoughtful decisions or are you flying by the seat of your pants? If you're like me and you've got a lot of kids, it's easy to get into that. Like, we're just going to go out. We're just going to go out. We're just going to go out Um, or not thinking through planning ahead for expenses. So you got to understand where you're at first 
And I think some people also just feel like creating a budget is just impossible. Well, this is the overwhelming part, right? Because mm-hmm. it starts with putting things on paper. A lot of a lot, some people can keep things in their head and kind of keep things organized. For but for the most of us, especially mm-hmm. if you've got kids, <laughs> then you know being uh, organized starts with a list or something on paper where mm-hmm. you can actually see it and uh, put the put the numbers together. So there's there's no really easy way to say it besides you got to start with a budget. And I think a lot of people see a budget as a negative thing. Like it's this, this thing that chokes their creativity or their fun. But what we've seen from people who are consistent budget users who are making great financial strides is that they actually have unity within their marriage and that it really is just about creating a framework for their spending decisions. So they know, okay, yes, we're going to spend. They're not, you know, they're not necessarily not eating out, but maybe they don't do it excessively because they know what they can afford to spend. So creating a budget can feel impossible, but it's not. And then debt. Yeah, I think that's the the debt is something that a lot of times we want to kind of keep on the second page that we don't look at. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing is to create a budget, but it's also to to accumulate a debt list to see just exactly how much you owe because that can sometimes be very overwhelming but also it's it's a good way to organize it and get an idea of how long you have some of these debts and maybe help organize towards you know what you need to focus on first as far as paying it off and coming out of the holiday season everybody has a special offer if you just open a card at their place right so maybe it's time to just start shutting some of those down and lowering the number of debts you have to track So those are some of the things that we see. Here are some ways you can overcome those issues. So one thing you can do is consider downloading an app that helps you track your spending. There are a bunch of different ones out there. Some are free, some are not. But there are tools that can help you get into the habit of just being mindful of your spending. And if you're, you know, if you're needing something really simplistic, we've got an Excel spreadsheet that we can send you. If you want to reach out at info at getreadyforthefuture.com. It'll help you kind of create that budget if you've never done it before. Yeah, you know, personally, Teresa, I use a calendar. Okay. So I kind of I, I kind of use a calendar as to when funds are coming in, when mm-hmm. funds are coming out, and that has helped me over time just to look at the month as a whole. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're looking at, at just a list, it it can kind of you can just a lot of times look at that bottom number. Right. But when you spread it out over the month um, and go month to month, it kind of gives you an idea as well as. There are some things within that month are going to be different, right? Yes. Each month comes different. You know, we're that's true. You know, if you're in December, you're dealing with Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in the uh, first part of the year, you know, February, you're dealing with Valentine's Day. So baking in some of those monthly items, that's mm-hmm. kind of hard to do in a list, right? Because you may just do a, a, a holiday line or a gift line. But if you kind of look month to month, not every month's going to have a Christmas, right? Right. And and for me, with kids that play travel sports, knowing, okay, I've got X number of hotel visits I'm going to have to plan for this month. I've got X number for next month. That actually is a really smart thing to do to help with the budget. Yeah. So if you're struggling with the Excel spreadsheet, I would say maybe switch over to a calendar Mm -hmm. and maybe that will help you kind of organize your thoughts and organize those upcoming events that doesn't really blindside you and that gets you in that whirlwind sometimes. And if you're struggling with debt, and for often it's about getting your hands wrapped around it in the first place, create a list of providers so that you don't miss any payments. Add reminders to your calendar with due dates. I have learned to use reminders for just about everything that is time sensitive in my life. And then create a plan for how you're going to pay them off over time. Instead of just kind of willy-nilly paying a little extra here, a little extra there, have a step-by-step plan for how you're going to pay 
those all off. So the next one is scared of failure. I think uh, mm-hmm. we can all uh, be guilty at that at most times in our life is just being, you know, a fear of failure, fear of, of not being able to stick to whatever goals or plans that you've created for yourself. Yes. I think in this area, sometimes our measuring stick is off. I think sometimes what we're calling success or failure may not even be the right words to use. I, I tell this to my kid a lot, when, my kids a lot when it comes to sports. The measuring stick is not perfection. The measuring stick is progress. So if you're making progress towards your goal, but it's kind of this up and down kind of thing, you're still making progress. So maybe changing the way you self-talk about your your goals and your progress towards them might be part of the solution. And that and that works for some. And some people need to go cold turkey, right? Mm-hmm. I guess is, is, <laughs> is the best way to say it. And and just cut out all spending. And that maybe give them the jump start. But overall, the long term is what you're getting at is that you've got to measure this thing over a long-term period because mm-hmm. you didn't get to where you're at right now just overnight, right? Yeah. So creating some long-term goals, but there may be some things that get some short-term wins to be able to help you not be scared of that future failure and give you the uh, you know the momentum to keep going. And we talked about if you're going to just cut something completely out, tell yourself you're only doing it for 30 days. Because often if we say, I'm only going to avoid this for 30 days, it builds the habit on accident and feeling like we only have to do it for short term makes it a little more like if I say I'm not going to eat a certain food for 30 days, it's a little bit easier than saying I'm never going to eat it again and more realistic. So with your financial goals, if you find that it's overwhelming, that you feel like you're going to fail, maybe just commit to it for 30 days and see how that feels and then adjust if you need to. But try to remember this is a long term process, just like the stock market. It's not going to be a straight up incline towards your financial goals. So give yourself some grace in this process so that you're not just feeling like either you've got to be 100% successful or you've just absolutely failed. But we've got to make sure that we learn from our failures. And I think that's one of the things that going back and looking at the budget and looking at your past spending will help you determine, Mm -hmm. hey, here's, here's the mistakes that I don't want to make again. And if you don't have clear measuring points, when if you're not using a budget, how do you know if you're being successful? Yep. If you don't have goals, how do you know if you're meeting them? So having the budget, creating certain plans for yourself when it comes to your financial goals certainly means you're more likely to hit them. The last one is the just the fear of lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, you you financial goals and finance, finances we've found working with all types of clients, everybody comes from a different background. Yes, I certainly was not you know, my family didn't spend a lot of time teaching us about finances growing up. I don't know about yours, but I I didn't come out of college ready as an adult to handle my own finances. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of information on the internet. I'm, you know, the new generation, when they want to learn how to do something, they YouTube it, right? Yep. <laughs> and that's, my husband has done some pretty impressive things by YouTubing and watching a video. But when you get on the internet, there's a lot of information, but not a lot of wisdom. There are a lot of people who call themselves financial gurus or experts, but they don't have any actual training to back that up. Well, so how do you filter it? And a lot of it is something that is not geared towards lifelong changes. Mm-hmm. It, it is more of a overnight, here's a quick fix. Mm-hmm. And then what are you going to do? How are you going to deal with that? So, you know, I think the focus on the long term is what what we are wanting you to get out of this is that, you know, because of a scared to fail, you know, maybe your lack of uh, knowledge overall doesn't mean that you don't have, you have to gain all this overnight. It's going to take some failures, right? 
It's going to take some some uh, some trials to get things back on track, and it's going to take a couple different budgets, right? Mm-hmm. And it, you're not going to get it perfect the right the first time, and then the first time you fail at that first month, it's gone. And <laughs> it's gone. Not, this was pointless. Yeah. And don't do it anymore. Yeah, no, just, no, no, adjust. Yeah, it just feels daunting for a lot of people. And then also the the last thing is it it probably feels daunting to come in and talk to an advisor. Mm-hmm. And I think. You know that there, getting some outside a third party, non emotional uh, person involved in your overall financial plan, I think is really something that can kind of get you to that maturity level and get you to that point of uh, where you feel a lot more comfortable with it, mm-hmm. and give you somebody to bounce things off of based on your own situation. And even if you're not ready to come in and see an advisor, there are ways you can filter the content you're looking at online. One thing is if someone's calling themselves a financial advisor, then check to see if their name's on the broker check website. That broker check website is for people who are registered, who have licensing to determine, you know, you can go on there and see how long they've been in the business. You can see if they've had any complaints, but if they're not on there, you may want to consider that their information is probably biased because of their product availability limitations. Um, And, you know, see if that same information they're talking about is also backed up by two or three unrelated websites. So when I'm doing research for Talking Sense, I use the internet for some of my research, but I also look at different trustworthy resources that I have found to see if they're all talking about the same concept similarly, because people can skew their angle a little bit and throw you off if you're not careful. Um, And then also focus on details, creating a budget, saving for emergency, increasing your knowledge. Those are all things that all of us could benefit from. And when you're searching for that advisor, search for that advisor that is coaching you and not Mm -hmm. selling you. Oh, that's a good one. If you really are sitting down and you feel like you're being sold, Mm -hmm. then that's a good indication of that you're in the wrong spot. Because when you are starting out, if someone is just selling, selling, selling and telling you this is exactly what you need to do, I need to buy this or you need to do this, this, Mm -hmm. this, then that's not coaching. Mm-hmm. Coaching is understanding your situation and how are you going to move forward in the long term overall instead of just what they can sell you right then, right there. Yeah, that's a good one. So it's time for our two cents. Chad, I'll let you go first. So don't let budget. Uh, recently with a client and uh, they just started laughing when I used the, the budget word mm-hmm. and they thought it was so cute that I thought that they had a budget. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and so, <no. laughs> so, you know, don't let don't let a budget uh, get overwhelm you. You know, Mm -hmm. sit down and and try to create something that will put your thoughts on paper and put those numbers down and uh, total those up. All of us have goals and all of us are going to meet roadblocks along our journey. So realize that you're not the only one facing challenges when it comes to your financial journey and just keep moving forward. You are not alone in feeling like this is a hot mess sometimes. I know we've even talked about our own finances, joking about that before. So Understand that that's common for you to have those roadblocks and just keep driving forward towards your goal. Thank you guys so much for joining us today on Talking Sense. Thank you, Chad, for being here with me. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Gym Wall team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or by calling our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. 
And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Gemwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.